businesses want to find some way to differentiate themselves from their competition. You're overwhelmed and your customers are overwhelmed too, but the data you have on hand today speaks volumes about becoming and staying relevant to your customers. It's the analytics behind the data that will cut through all the noise competing with you and your value proposition. In today's podcast, I'm going to give you a tip for helping you compete with analytics, differentiate with analytics, and best of all, dominate with analytics. Here's a question for you. Are you seen as relevant by your customers on his or her own terms? In other words, does the customer really come first? In his book entitled, Who Really Matters? The Core Group Theory of Power, Privilege, and Success, author Art Kleiner relates this story. Back in the early 1980s, when writing mission statements was just an infant management fad, a division of Exxon Oil Company held an employee conference to announce their new core values. Enshrined as number one on the list was this simple sentence, the customer comes first. That night, the division executives met for dinner, and after a few drinks, a brash young rising star named Monty proposed a toast. I just want you to know, he said, that the customer does not come first. Then Monty named the president of the division, he comes first. Then he named the European president, he comes second. And the North American president, he comes third. The Far Eastern president comes fourth. And so on for the fifth, sixth, and seventh senior executive of that division, all of whom were in the room. The customer, concluded Monty, comes eighth. Said the Exxon retiree who told me this story, there was an agonized silence for about 10 seconds. I thought Monty would get fired on the spot. Then one of the top people smiled and the place fell apart in hysterical laughter. It was the first truth spoken all day. If you don't address your customers' needs and values, you create not loyal customers, but potential defectors who will take their business to competitors. And they'll do it quickly and often. You need to find some way to differentiate your business from the competition. If you followed this podcast, my blog, or my LinkedIn feed for any length of time, you'll know that I'm a big fan of customer relevancy and its discussion in Fred Crawford and Ryan Matthews' book called The Myth of Excellence. Now, the myth of excellence states that wanting to differentiate yourself from the competition is more or less the first commandment of business. Unless thou hast something better or different to offer, keep it to thyself. Now, your customers are talking about what they want and need, and here's what they're saying. Number one, make it easy for me to find what I want. Number two, save me time. Number three, provide value at a reasonable price. Number four, deliver it where I ask. Number five, give me the opportunity to interact if and only if I want to. Number six, allow me to shop exactly when I want to. Seven, show me that you pay attention. And eight, 
Learn more and more about my tastes and preferences as you do business with me. Here are three concepts to consider. Compete, differentiate, and dominate. If you operate on par with all of the eight wants and needs, your customer is saying, I accept you enough to purchase from you and will consider coming back. When you operate at par, you remain competitive, but your relationship with the customer is transactional and there's little loyalty. Your product or service is a bit of a commodity. Now, if the customer prefers your store or branch, your product or your service, you reach a step above competitive. That is, all things being equal, the customer will probably select you because, as the myth of excellence says, you make access to your facilities, product, or website convenient, or you show respect on a personal level, or you clearly present consistent pricing, or you offer reliable, good quality products, or you are able to educate a customer on how a product or service works. In essence, at this level, where the customer prefers to purchase from you over your competitors, you've found ways to differentiate yourself. And dominate is one level up from differentiate. At this level, the customer not only prefers your company over another, but he or she will also actively seek you out. Here, your company captures your customers' imaginations so completely that they don't even think about other options. This list of three, compete, differentiate, and dominate, comes with a bit of a warning. If your customer base is filled with people who recommend you freely, tell their friends, family, and colleagues about your offerings or their experience with you, then you've got cheerleaders. Conversely, if you're giving your customers an experience they just as soon forget, or worse, tell friends, family, and colleagues to stay away from you, you don't have cheerleaders, you're operating in the consumer underworld. And we don't want to go there. Instead, let's concentrate on ensuring that you operate on par for everything you do. Then we can look to one value-based offering to differentiate yourself from the competition and another where you can dominate the market. Whether it be an income statement that indicates which product or service is performing best or simply a customer satisfaction survey, you've got a great start for producing a customer relevancy model. Now, I've found it extremely helpful to do a survey of your team asking them how you are viewed in the eyes of the customer. Every time I've worked with management to do this, the answer becomes clear. That survey shows where you are competitive, what value offerings differentiate your company from your competition, and which have the potential to give you dominance in your market. It's relatively simple and inexpensive, but best of all, it's effective. And it will give you a direct path to find a way to differentiate your company from your competition and dominate with analytics. Reach out to me and I'll show you how. Thanks for joining me today on the Data Are Sexy podcast. If you have any questions or stories that bring out the value in data insights, visualization, and analytics, I'd love to hear them. 
please reach out to me via my website at terrakenyon.com or email me at diva at terrakenyon.com. Now, I'm not the diva. Diva is an acronym for data insights, visualization, and analytics. See you on the next episode, and thank you for sharing your time with me today. I really appreciate it. 